Over the past several years, research shows that rates of lung cancer have been rising sharply in women. A recent study from the American Cancer Society reported women between the ages of 35 and 54 are being diagnosed with lung cancer at higher rates than men in that same age group. Dr. Eric Peck, cardiothoracic surgeon with Dignity Health Medical Group, joins us today to discuss this new research and the surgical treatment options for lung cancer patients. This is Hello Healthy. I'm your host, Caitlin White. Well, doctor, let's talk about this lung cancer research study. Can you briefly tell us what the evidence suggests? Well, yes, I would like to first of all state that I think it is not well known that lung cancer is actually the highest cause of cancer deaths in both men and women. Even for women, something like breast cancer is not the highest cause of death. It's actually lung cancer. So I think that's important to start with. In fact, Every day, there are hundreds of women who are dying of lung cancer around the country. This study in particular has demonstrated that there is a higher rate of lung cancer in women between the ages of 35 and 54, which is a new finding. We haven't seen that before. And in fact, 15 to 20% of women who get lung cancer have never smoked, which is another interesting finding. So that's what this study is really all about. Wow, that is fascinating. So what are some common misconceptions about lung cancer then? Well, I think, again, first of all, I don't think many people appreciate that it is the number one Mm -hmm. cancer cause of death. And so I think it needs to take a highlight in everybody's mind. I think also because of that, there aren't as many research dollars put into lung cancer as there are for other types of cancer. And so I think the more the public is made aware of this, hopefully we can get increased funding so that we learn more about some of these things that we're noticing in the studies. And lastly, I'd also like to say that I think a lot of people assume that you must be a smoker in order to get lung cancer. And in fact, what this study and many other studies have shown is that people who don't smoke can get lung cancer as well. Well, on that note, are there any possible explanations for this people getting cancer without having smoked? There are a couple of things that have been proven That includes exposure to secondhand smoke. Also, there is a chemical called radon. It's a gas, and it, in some locations, can accumulate inside somebody's home, and that has been proven to cause lung cancer as well. There and then there's some other hypothesis as to why maybe people who don't smoke get cancer. One of them may be air pollution that people are breathing all the time, and in particular, with regard to women and lung cancer, people are starting to wonder if maybe women, their bodies metabolize these carcinogens in a different way that makes them more likely to get cancer from a certain exposure, more so than a male of the same age. So what are some early warning signs of lung cancer? Who should be getting screened and when? Well, that's a great question. I'll first of all state that, of course, people who smoke are at the highest risk. And so Anybody between the ages of 50 and 80 who has smoked, on average, a pack a day for 20-plus years, even if they've quit within the last 15 years, they are considered at high risk. And there are many programs now available for these patients to get a lung cancer screening test, which is a CAT scan, to identify nodules when they're small. Unfortunately, lung cancer often doesn't cause symptoms until it's very advanced. 
And that's why historically lung cancer outcomes have not been very good because patients didn't get identified until the cancer was advanced or had spread. But certainly any cough that persists for more than, let's say, six weeks, if you have pain in the upper back, shortness of breath, unexplained weight loss, coughing up blood, those are all things that should prompt an evaluation by your doctor. Also, it's important to know that if someone has a family member who has a history of lung cancer not related to smoking, that also puts them at higher risk and they would be eligible for lung cancer screening tests as well. With a focus on women in particular, if they find themselves with a lung cancer diagnosis, what are their treatment options? Hopefully, if it's diagnosed early, the treatment option that is preferred is surgery to remove the cancer and hopefully cure the patient. Usually at that same time, lymph nodes will be sampled to really identify for sure whether the tumor has started to spread or not. Other treatment options that are available include chemotherapy, newer immunotherapies that modulate the patient's natural immune system to help fight cancer cells, and radiation therapy. Tell us how thoracic surgery is used to treat lung cancer patients. What are some common procedures used to treat lung cancer? So the goal with surgery and lung cancer is to cure the patient. If patients have advanced lung cancer, then the treatment usually is more chemotherapy or immunotherapy or radiation therapy. If someone is fortunate enough, however, to be a candidate for surgery, then the procedure includes an incision between the ribs and then to remove the lung where the tumor is growing. And that procedure is called a thoracotomy, that's the incision between the ribs, and a lobectomy, removing the lobe of the lung that contains the cancer. At the same time that we're in there, we will do a lymph node dissection, again, to identify any early spread of the cancer. There are other procedures that some lung cancer patients may also be candidates for. There's a procedure called a mediastinoscopy. That is an incision that's made in the notch right above the breastbone. It's done under anesthesia, and that is to sample lymph nodes around the windpipe if there's a suspicion that it may already have spread there. And the patient is undergoing that procedure to really determine, did it spread so that we know whether they're a candidate for surgery or whether the treatment's going to be chemotherapy or radiation therapy. The last procedure I'd like to mention is for patients who, unfortunately, the cancer has already spread. And oftentimes, it spreads to the lining outside the lung, and that causes fluid to build up in the chest cavity and compress the lung and make those patients very short of breath. There's a procedure. It's a minimally invasive telescope procedure called pleuridesis, where we basically get the lung lining and the rib lining to fuse together so there's no space there anymore for the fluid to reaccumulate. It's very effective in improving those patients' quality of life. Well, for patients who undergo this procedure, what should they expect? What is recovery like? Most of these chest surgeries, the patients will require drain tubes to be placed during the surgery, and those drains are usually in the patient for three or four days after the procedure. They have to be in the hospital during that period of time, but we'll have them up walking around with physical therapy, managing their pain. Typically, they'll go home the day after the chest tubes are removed, pretty functional. They'll have some pain where the incision is located, 
and typically it takes about six to eight weeks to completely recover from that procedure. Great. Well, as we close out here, doctor, is there anything else women should know about their lung health? Well, obviously, you're talking to a doctor, and the first thing I got to say is, please don't smoke. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And that includes vaping as well. Mm. Vaping does avoid tar being deposited in the lungs, but the chemicals that they use to aerosolize the nicotine and the flavors that are in that are equally harmful to the lung and carcinogenic. So please don't smoke, don't vape. Also, that includes being around other people who smoke because we know secondhand smoke exposure also increases your risk for cancer. Please know your family history of anybody who's had lung cancer, especially if they didn't smoke. Be aware of symptoms that you may have, as such as a persistent cough, coughing up blood, unexplained weight loss. And if you're eligible, talk to your doctor about these lung cancer screening tests because it really can make a difference between catching that lung cancer when it's curable or, unfortunately, when it's too late. Well, thank you so much, doctor, for being with us today and for sharing this important research. Find out more about us online at DignityHealth.org Bakersfield. You can also find more interesting and informative podcasts in our podcast library and be sure to share them with your loved ones. This has been Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Caitlin White.